So here we are on New Twist Radio with our first installment of a very, very, very new program entitled Entrepreneurigo, where the new Entrepreneurigo, excuse me, the new Entrepreneurigo, where we will be, I guess you can say, documenting and following uh, entrepreneurs, and and one in particular right here, sitting right here, uh, right in front of me, on their journey into entrepreneur um, entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship. Okay, I'm gonna go with that. And then uh, also, not only following them around, but talking to them about the highs and lows, some of the decisions that have been made, what fueled some of the decisions that are made, some of the challenges that happened. And uh, you know, it's just gonna be very interesting because entrepreneur, 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 being an entrepreneur right now is really kind of. Uh, it, everyone feels like they're an entrepreneur, right? Um, but if you're not living off your business, can you really consider yourself an entrepreneur? I guess you can, but you're you, you have a business. There's, I think there's to me there's a difference between having a business and being an entrepreneur, even though they both mean the same thing. True. So what we're going to do is we're going to be documenting entrepreneurship, the, the, the challenges, the mistakes, the, the successes, everything that goes on. And with one in particular right here, uh, my co-host on intelligent ignorance that airs every Saturday here on new twist radio at one o'clock. Uh, my man, R dot Hunter. What's going on, man, Matt J. I just realized that came in a little bit early with the, with my response to what it's you were right. saying. It's all so, right. uh, the people probably <laughs> already got a glimpse of who it is and what's going on, man. But, doesn't matter. I'm excited <laughs> to get this going, man. Absolutely. Now, with with my new move into being a full-time entrepreneur. And mm-hmm. I think that that's one of the things that people, what's full-time entrepreneurship versus part-time entrepreneurship? Uh, is there a difference between full-time and part-time entrepreneurship? So there's just a, a there's a lot of things that we're going to dive into with this podcast. There's a mm-hmm. lot of people that we're going to talk to. Uh, but it's going to focus a lot on my journey now that I am no longer a full-time employee. Right. And I've moved out of that realm of being paid by someone else and solely living off of my efforts. Absolutely. Now, I, I, one thing that I said in the open, I said there's a difference between being an entrepreneur and, and owning a business, running a business. Okay. Um, I'll give a great example. Okay. You right now are becoming an entrepreneur. I run a business. Right. I don't consider myself an entrepreneur right now. I run a business. I, I still continue to work and help build someone else's dream while, you know, while substituting my time for some money, while you are working to build your own dream and substituting your time and money to, to help make yourself make a living. Right. So I, I guess that would be a difference between owning a business and being an entrepreneur. I'm not yet an entrepreneur. I'm not living off of my business. Uh, that is the goal to eventually be there. But we're talking to R. Hunter, who is actually, you know, his goal and his 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 time right now is running his business. So let's get into it. Um, what are you doing? What is what is your business? What are your businesses? You don't have to keep waking that up. Sorry, <laughs> I, I, it's like a thing for me too. Every time I see it go out, I just kind of gotta put it back on but hey man know. that's what i'm used to but uh for me right now my biggest focus is tease with attitude mm-hmm. uh you know i just relaunched the website twats.com uh, uh focusing on a lot of c- 
custom t-shirts, custom apparel, mm -hmm. uh, some already pre-made designs. Uh, but right now, that's my number one focus. But you know me, and I've never put all of my eggs in one basket. So I am also partnering uh, through my corporation, Last Name Legacy. I'm partnering with a financial education company or a credit enhancement company called uh, Bad Credit Ain't Cute. So Bad I'll Credit, say it again? Bad Credit Ain't mm -hmm. Cute. Okay. Uh, started by Aisha Copeland. Uh, uh -huh. Big shout out to Aisha. Uh, helping people repair their credit. Uh, you know me. I've always been a financial education advocate. Mm -hmm. uh, Very important. So I started Last Name Legacy uh, with the intentions of starting a program for youth for financial education, which uh, I am looking to bring to some schools this year for the new school year. Uh, already in talks with a few schools, won't put too much out there yet okay. until we get uh, ink dried on those contracts. Right. But uh, hopefully I'll be in, in some schools educating high school age youth about financial management, uh, credit education, just preparing them for the real world since they are, we're looking to do it with juniors and seniors this year. Okay. So people who are already entering the workforce, getting their first part-time or full-time jobs, mm -hmm. uh, just giving them the education that we didn't have in the school system growing up. And that's awesome. That's actually an awesome thing that you're doing there because I can remember my senior year of high school being in the class, um, I believe the teacher's, what was his name, Mr. Mr. Ki Mr. Kaiser was his name. And it was, it was economics and government. Government and economics was the class. And we actually did a... Uh, a stock, a stocks project, as far as you know, you we got we we were in groups and we would invest in stocks with our groups, you know, fake stock. I don't even know how he did it that it was, you know, but basically we would invest in stocks and we would watch our stocks and trade and do whatever we did throughout the year. And I learned a huge lesson in stocks just right then because I think it was September, October we started this project, okay. And one of the stocks I said we're going to, my group is going to invest in is Mars. And Hershey, the candy stocks, right? Because Halloween's coming up. And I'm thinking they're going to make big money because Halloween is coming up. So we're going to invest in them. And they lost money the entire time. Why? Because it's not about, it's not necessarily about the sales when it comes to stocks. But I'm sure, you know, these are some of the things that you're going to be teaching in your in your classes because I, I was able to learn that. And then I learned it, it that fueled my interest in stocks to to the age i'm now 20 years 20 years later here i am still investing in stocks and still you know messing with the stock market and things like that i would even like to and i know you're getting with you're dealing with uh seniors and juniors in high school but i would even like to see it happen which i'm sure are in your plans i would like to see it happen even earlier oh of course middle school elementary school we want to we want to get into the realm of uh middle school mm -hmm. middle school age uh, but I think one big important factor what we're going to do with these high school kids is we're also going to have them incorporate their parents. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of parents out there, a lot of people our age mm -hmm. uh, who have now high school age students that really don't yeah. understand how money works, right. how credit works, right. how investing works, how life insurance works. So I think these are things that we're going to dive into uh one thing that I didn't say, but I am a licensed life insurance agent uh, in Delaware, in New York, in Georgia mm -hmm. currently. Uh, and I'm looking to expand into Maryland and Pennsylvania very soon. 
uh, just because it's something very important for our communities. Uh, when other ethnicities pass away, they leave their family something. Mm-hmm. When the people in our communities pass away, we get left with bills and wondering how we're going to pay for funerals. And, mm-hmm. you know, those last expenses are rarely ever taken care of. So I think it's something that we really want to work towards educating everybody in so we can start passing along those legacies. And that's why I titled it Last Name Legacy. So that's where the name came from for the corporation, uh, because it's about building it for your future. Your family is going to, they may not necessarily know who Ryan Hunter is 150 years from now, Mm -hmm. but the last name will carry on. Through me, through my sons, mm-hmm. through their sons, through their sons, uh, so it's building something for generational purposes. Okay, absolutely, absolutely, and those are very, very important to leave those legacies and believe leaves those those lasting because that's how other communities they build their wealth. A lot, right. of, a lot of people are are still living off of the wealth that was built in the eighteen seventeen hundreds, and it, it just builds on and. I ain't gonna go it, but a lot of it was built on our backs. But I'm not even oh, gonna go. Course. That's a whole another show. That's a whole another show. But you know, that, you know, we're not gonna get into that. But we're talking about some things. You also have some things going on with with New Twist Radio. Let's talk about some some of those things. Oh man, New Twist Radio. Where I don't even know where we start on that, Jay, because we've been doing this for we've been working together on on air for how long? Well, let's see. The New Twist Show started. In 2010. Yeah, 2010. Wow. New Twist Show started, or it was 2009. It was 2010. Yeah, it was 2010. New Twist Show started. Um, you you came and, and you were a part of that. Um, and then we've done... Um, oh, I wish our show... Intelligent, Intelligent Ignorance. Ignorance. We've been doing that for over a year now. Okay, on and off. And I like, you know... Things happen in, in life where, you know, schedules conflict and stuff like that. So we get together when we can and do, you know, projects like this. We got a lot more projects on the horizon. But um, so it's been at least almost 10 years, it's been nine years. Almost a decade. Almost and now decade. we are, you know, we're building out the network. It, it went from really just us, Javon and Ivory, uh, a core group, to now we're expanding into a full network. We're mm-hmm. bringing a range of shows. I'm moving into, we're st- we still have Intelligent Ignorance. Mm-hmm. We still, I will be having. We still have the new Twist show. We still I'm, have we, the I'm new just, Twist it's show. It's just on pause right now. I'm telling you right now, it's going to come back. It's going to happen. We have the new Twist show. Uh, we have what is now the new Entrepreneurio. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's also 10 7. 10 is there. There's also TKO. Trending with Keisha and Ori. That's on. Right. That's the sports show uh, based out of Philadelphia. Here, um, there's also there's some crime shows coming. There's some other other shows coming as well. I mean, there's there's a lot of things going that um, that that we definitely go, an- ahead, go ahead. Another one that I'll be on is called Free Therapy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we haven't gotten into recording yet, uh, but we've already started laying the groundwork for Free Therapy that will be coming very soon. Also, I am in uh, conversation right now with Kyle Nelson of the Growth Society. We had him on the air a few Mm -hmm. weeks back. Mm -hmm. Uh, He is in the process of launching his podcast, The Young OG, which we will also have on New Twist Radio. 
So we're bringing a lot of content out. Uh, we're going to be doing some advertising for the network. We're going to be doing a lot of media. We're going to be out in the public. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's going to be one thing in addition to everything that we're doing is bringing some more spotlight to New Twist Radio and getting it out there as that one-stop shop for entertainment. I was just about to give out. The, I'm so used to doing a live show. I almost gave out the phone number. <laughs> Um, so, okay, so you know, we've got the, the TWA. Let's just give out some of the social media before we move on to other things. Let's give out some of the social media that with TWA and, and whatever else that you may oh, want to yeah. give the social media out to, whatever else you, you, ha you have social media available for. Oh, yeah. So Tease with Attitude uh, is the same thing on Facebook and Instagram. It is Tease with Attitude, T-E-E-S-W-I-T-H-A-T-T-I-T. U D E. Tease with Attitude on Instagram, Tease on Attitude, Tease with Attitude on Facebook. So both are on Facebook right now. Uh, I can be found personally on Instagram at r.hunter, R D O T, Hunter, Ryan Hunter on Facebook, which you will probably never find because I think there's 7,000 <laughs> Ryan Hunters just in the tri state area. So it's like trying to find a needle in a haystack there. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then last name legacy on Instagram, uh, all one word. Last name legacy. What else do we have on there? Uh, intelligent ignorance. We mm -hmm. have our show. Right. Uh, I run the intelligent ignorance page. You mm -hmm. run the news radio page. Yes. So we have both of those on Instagram. And one thing that I didn't get to even mention yet is the nonprofit uh, Blue Demon Athletics. So we are on Instagram at Blue Demons three hundred two. Uh, and we will be on Facebook very soon, Blue Demon Athletics Incorporated. We, uh, you know, our, our first season just ended in the uh, Delaware Adult Baseball mm -hmm. for MSBL. Uh, MSBL is our national organization for adult baseball. Had a, a really successful first year. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and a lot of people won't look at it as a success based on our record. But we had a, it was a huge success uh, myself and Josh Jackson, who was the head coach of the Expos, we are the first African-American head coaches and owners of teams in Delaware Adult Baseball. And I hate to use the word owners because I just kind of – it brings me back to that, uh, that Donald Sterling whole thing. Mm -hmm. But uh, we ran both of our organizations. So I'm extremely proud of that. Uh, extremely proud that we got through our first season after you look at some of the stuff like the uh aaf uh the alliance football yeah alliance, you look at stuff yeah, like that where that where league leagues just, didn't get through their first three or four weeks before folding so just, just know, for us to just, complete it was a, a, just, um, just off topic for that, i don't know how the xfl thinks they're going to do it and they tried once already. i don't know what they think they're going to do differently this time but that's neither here nor there, but go ahead. We're going <laughs> to see it. We will see it's it. It's February uh, 2020. I'm hoping, I hope, I really hope that it maintains so that we do have football all year round. I do, too. I, I, I would like to see it like as a minor league, kind of like the NFL Europe was. Right. Maybe that way it, it can last, but I don't know. But um, let's talk about, let's talk about like your decision making process as it, pertains to becoming an entrepreneur and going after being an entrepreneur. So, like, okay, why now? I mean, you're, you're, you're in your 30s, and 
um, you know, there you, you've worked jobs and you've been successful right. in the corporate world. Right. Why now have you decided to become an entrepreneur and work for yourself? Man, I think a lot of it really just has to do with being happy. Mm. Uh, you know, over the years, I've been in some really, really, really great opportunities. Uh, you know, I started out my corporate career, I guess you can call it that, with Comcast. Mm -hmm. uh, I was with Comcast for almost a decade. Uh, they taught me a lot about leadership and leading people. Uh, it was it was a great opportunity for me to uh, really get in depth with working with people. So for me to move away from that, I left Comcast in what, 2012. I left Comcast in 2012, mm -hmm. uh, moved to Atlanta, had an absolutely amazing opportunity, six figure income. Uh, and I got down to Atlanta and I worked like crazy. So for me, the income honestly wasn't worth the effort that I was putting in. Mm. And, you because know, they're, they're not going to pay you. The boss ain't going to pay you enough to be the, his neighbor. Right. Not, not at it. all. Mm -mm. Uh, and back then, and I hate to say like I was younger, uh, I hate to even well, put you, it like you, I was right. young, but I was young <laughs> in a mindset. You I was younger young. than you are today. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but um, my mindset then was to just make the money. Mm. You know, it was all about the money. Okay. It was all about the dollar amount. I was, for me to just be able to say I was making six figures was the motivation. And I was down there and I was making a ton of money and I was spending a ton of money and I didn't ever really get to enjoy the money mm -hmm. because I worked so much. I was working 50, 60 hours a week. Uh, it was a big trade-off. And at that point, my health started to take a hit mm -hmm. because I was overexerting myself. Uh, my mental started to take a hit and the finances started to take a hit because just because I had a six figure income didn't mean that I was sitting on a lot of money. Okay. And I think, you know, for, because I wasn't really educated in money at that point. Okay. So as quick as I made it was as quick as I spent it. Mm. And I think that that was one of the bigger challenges. Now, some of it was smart investments mm -hmm. and a, a really big portion of it was just free spending. Okay. I knew that I could, I knew in another two weeks I get a paycheck. So the money is here today. Just spend it. I would literally go out to the best restaurants Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then for the next seven days, I would eat ramen noodles. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it was, it was really just a so you trade. You were really free with your spending. Yeah. I mean, because, because you didn't have the education. There was no budget for me. Okay. There was no. Savings. There was no day. real investments. I right. mean, I had a 401k, but I didn't really understand it at that point. Mm -hmm. I didn't have life insurance, so mm -hmm. I didn't really understand the value of that at that point. Okay. Uh, it was just spending. If I knew it was coming in, I, it would go right back out. Mm. So, okay, so you, you were talking about some of your biggest challenges. What were? What do you think some of your biggest challenges will be going into the entrepreneurial entrepreneur? I'm struggling with that word all day. Entrepreneurial lifestyle. Uh, just really understanding because it's a new venture. It's not a new venture, but it's a new 
mindset for me knowing that this is the only thing that I have to depend on. Okay. So it's one statement that I, I kind of hang to. Uh, entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship is described as the capacity and willingness to develop, organize, and manage a business venture along with any of its risk in order to make a profit. And I think the the two big key points out of that for me are risk and profit. Mm-hmm. Uh, at this point, all of the risk is mine. Mm-hmm. If I fail, it hurts me. It hurts my children. It hurts my family. Mm-hmm. It hurts my legacy. So that type of pressure can either break somebody or it can help create something absolutely amazing. And I, I'm, for me, I'm leaning more towards the amazing part than breaking. Right. Uh, because I know that it's all dependent on me. And I think one of my biggest challenges is going to be finding the right people and the right resources mm-hmm. to make sure that the right things happen. Okay. Uh, in entrepreneurship, like you said, when you own it, the onus is all on you. Mm-hmm. But you still have to develop a team around you. You still have to have the right people in place to help make those right decisions so you can build together. Mm -hmm. And I think another big challenge is going to be and what it has always been uh, through any of the ventures that I've been in the last two decades. It's avoiding egos. Mm. And I think that ego has been the biggest reason of failure or... I won't say failure, lack of success between me and a lot of the other ventures that I've been in. Okay. Uh, And I take it back to the scene from Paid in Full when Rico says, half of these dudes want to be the man just Mm because. And I think that in our communities, we become so dependent on being individuals and we look so much at individual success Mm. that we forget that there are other people around us who help make us successful. You know, it's never just one man. Like, when you look at, you know, and I I keep the tattoo on my arm, uh, but when you look at Rockefeller and you look at Dame Dash and you look at Jay-Z and you look at Biggs Burke and you look at that team and you were like, hey, these guys ain't going nowhere. Mm. And Mm -hmm. the team fell apart. Over ego and attitude. Yeah. And it was it was never just one person that made everything successful. And then when you look at how things how one person can bring something down that many people build, you have to try to find a way to keep ego out of it. That's absolutely right. That's absolutely right. And uh that's like one of the things that I, I've always tried to do with, with neutrals radios. I I, I can be very ego driven. I can be very, I got to prove, I need to prove exactly that I can do this or I need I, that, that this can be done the way I want it to be done. But I've, I've realized that I also have to listen to other people as well and, and take their opinions and, and even use what they say ahead of what I think to make things successful. And, uh, you know, ego, listen, people, Right now, keep your egos out of out of business. Keep your egos out of business because egos will will kill your business. Like you said, right? Look at Rockefeller. Look at uh, who was another one that that fell apart. It was um, 
There's quite a few things that fell apart. I was about to say, it's a lot of things. Quite a few things that fell apart. So we're talking about, you know, when the... I would think one of the biggest challenges would be an eagle, but you, you were talking about some of the biggest challenges. What have been some of your biggest challenges up to this point? With I mean, Like we said, you, it's been about 21 days. Right. Uh, you've been working towards this for a while, for more than 21 days, but you quit your job 21 days ago. Right. And it's been 21 days that you're working on this. You're working on this, you know, just for you. What to, up to this point has it been? Has it been financial planning? Has it been finding customers? Has it been what? 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 You you give it. You give it to me. What? What was it? I think a, a big part of it is customer customer acquisition, uh, and then another big part of it is advertising strategy. Uh, so right now, for a very small business, and in the age of social media, we get to advertise a lot for free online. But we don't have a reach that's outside of our network. So I think a big part of it for me is the marketing and advertising piece expanding beyond the people that I already know. Mm -hmm. You know, in in a lot of business, and this is what we call your warm market, the people you already know, the people you can reach out to. Uh, But those people that you're close to have absolutely no obligation to support your business. None. And I think that that's what a lot of people confuse. A lot of people say that they want the support of their friends and family. And I get it. You know, you want those people to support you. It's awesome if those people support you. But if the closest 50 people never support your business, the closest 50 people to you never support your business, there's another 2 billion people out there that you have the ability to reach. Absolutely. So, so stop right. focusing on what's right in front of you and start to move away from that and figure out how you can start reaching people that are outside of your warm market. Mm-hmm. Your cold market is where 99% of your business is going to come from and how it's going to grow. So I think one of those biggest, the biggest challenges right now is getting out of the comfort zone of my warm market because I know I can reach out to you and say, hey, Jay, I just launched a new team, man. You might want to check this out. And mm-hmm. you're going to buy one. I know it. I've you bought, always I've bought, have. I've bought quite a few. Uh, I can reach out to people close to me and say, hey, you know what? I want you to support. And they don't have to support. And a lot of the people that are closest to you want to support you, but they want to support you on their means. They don't want to pay. Right. They want it for free. Yeah. And yeah. they want to support you through, oh, I'll advertise your business. Oh, I'll post it on my social media. Mm. Oh, I'll tell people to come get it from you after you give me one. Mm-hmm. Your cold market doesn't do that because your cold market doesn't have that relationship with you. Right. And exactly. I think that another thing that kills businesses really quickly is allowing your warm market and your personal relationships to stop your profits. And here's one thing about the warm market that I've that I've learned is that your warm market, and as we said, the warm market are the people that you know, the people that are close to you, or the people that you know you would expect to to support. Your warm market really doesn't support you as much as you think they do. No. Um, I, case in point, right now. <clears throat> Excuse me. Right now, there are there is a particular fast food restaurant that has put out a new piece of food. 
Okay, I don't, <laughs> I don't even know what a new item. Okay, that has been blowing up on social media. I actually drove past one of these places yesterday. The news was out there. Okay, they're, they, it's blowing up, right? And people are posting about it left and right. Right. But those same people could also post about your business, but don't do it. But they want to post about. I mean, they're they're entitled to post about anything they want. Right. I understand that. Right. But if they if they really support your business, why don't they post about your? Why don't they post about last name legacy, tease with attitude, new twist radio, whatever the case may be, and and I think it's because there's 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 many reasons, right? One, they just may not want to. All right, right. let's just let's t- put that out there. They may not want to. That's fine. There's also the the people that want to see you do well, but don't want you to see you do well, doing better than them. Right there's there's the jealousy there's the green eyed people, okay where they they looking at you as, you know uh, he's going out and doing what I really want to be doing, so I'm not really going to put his stuff out there. Um, there I heard I heard a new album today, I was listening to a new album, and the artist said, every hood got a Jesus, mm. and every hood got a Judas. Okay, That's every real. hood Jesus got a hood Judas. And and when it comes to doing business, <laughs> waking up that computer again. Gotta when it comes it. when it comes to doing business, you know there are people that will support and right. will follow, and there are people that really don't necessarily want to see. They want to see you fall on your face so you can be right where they are because they don't have the 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 drive to work as hard as you do on your thing. So you know that warm market can actually be very cold. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It can actually be very, very cold. Um, one last question I, I did want to ask you about this, because we're going to be documenting this. I don't want to put everything out yeah, there. Yeah, we're not going to get everything in one day. But one thing I wanted to, and it kind of it kind of goes back to the first question I asked you of why now, but this question is what what fueled your decision to to do this? What what drove you? And I know you were. You said you were working six figure jobs and you were doing well in the corporate world. But what fueled you to say, "All right, I'm not going to go after this next job again. It's time to make it happen on my own." I mean, it, it all comes down to to being happy, mm-hmm. and I think so. One thing I, I'll circle back a little bit: working a full time job is definitely not less time-consuming than being an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Last night, I was on a call with a client of mine at 9 Mm p.m. 1 a.m., I was online updating the website. Okay. We were right back at it, what, 8 a.m., 9 a.m. this morning. Uh, You and I. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we don't, I don't, get the luxury of trading my time for money anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, at a job, you work 40 hours a week. You know, if you make $20 an hour, you know exactly what your paycheck is going to be. For me, I can work 12, I can work 12 hours. I can work 20 hours out of the day Mm -hmm. and I can work as hard as humanly possible. And it may yield absolutely no results, Mm. but the freedom for me knowing that I am not mortgaging my time, I am not mortgaging my integrity, Mm -hmm. I am not mortgaging my happiness 
for somebody else. I think that was the biggest thing for me. It, it's just, I can absolutely get another corporate job tomorrow mm-hmm. and I would not have to worry about anything. I could have a paycheck coming in, a steady paycheck. I'm going to trade 40 to 50 hours a week for it. But at the end of the day, the efforts that I put in are only going to yield me what they say I'm worth. I can work my business. That's when they tell you what you're worth right. to them. I could, <laughs> I could work my business and I could make in a week what I make in a month in a corporate job. Mm. I could yeah. I could also make absolutely nothing. I could still work just as hard and make nothing. But I think that knowing that my efforts are for me and my family and what I'm looking to build for the future mm-hmm. far outweigh the knowledge that what I'm going to go in and put into a corporate role is never going to be for me. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, if I give 20 years to a company, when I retire, they give me a watch, a 401k, <laughs> and tell me have a good life. Right. You right. know, when I'm building this, at the end of the day, when I'm ready to step aside, I can say to my son, hey, Jordan, I want you to take this over. Mm-hmm. Hey, Donovan, I want you to take this over. Mm-hmm. Hey, Cam, I want you to take this over. Right. I can say to my right. daughters, hey, Tiana. I want you to take over last name legacy. Mm-hmm. Hey, Dylan, I want you to take over T's with the attitude. Hey, Logan, I want you to move into Bad Girls Ain't Cute. Damn, how many kids you got, bro? We got six, man. <laughs> we got six. No, nah, I knew that. I knew that. You, uh, just, you just kept coming with new names. <laughs> I was like, geez, all right. <laughs> but at the end of the day, you know, this is out there, and it's something that we, it'll always be legacy building. Absolutely. Uh, it'll Absolutely. always be let's move on here and this is going to live well beyond me. It's, when you think of big company like the DuPonts, mm-hmm. you know, th- this is generational wealth. Absolutely. You, Absolutely. you can't, there are some DuPonts out here that tried to mess up the money and they can't so because it's been built for so long. It's historical. You know any of the DuPonts? I know a Person? few. Okay. I know a few. I and some of them I know because they, they've been out there messing up the money. Mm-hmm. And you can't mess it up. When you think of people who have, like, the last name Ford, you can't think you can't mess up that money. If mm-hmm. you are a part of that that line, mm-hmm. that legacy, you can't mess that up mm-hmm. because much. it comes in on Not a regular yourself. basis. It, it's continual. Mm-hmm. It's residual. It You'll never be able to mess that stuff up. Right. So it, it's just, I'm trying to build something like that. I just want to build something that where everybody is taking care of generations down the line. We're talking 300 years from now, if the Amazon doesn't burn and kill us all. <laughs> How about that? It's all another topic. Right. It's all about leaving something. It's all about passing along. You can't pass your nine to five job on. I can't pass my job along to a, to somebody else. Like you said, when you retire, you get yourself a watch. I thank you. Probably, well, not even the card anymore. They're probably they just send you it. some cake. You might get some cake, but you know, you know, you ain't worried about no cake at that age. You <laughs> sure, had enough cake. You had enough cake by that by that by that time. But with the, they'll give you, they'll send out an email through the whole company saying such and such was here for such and such years. Thank you for your service. And you might forward that email to yourself to your personal account, and that's about it. And they keep on going even when you're gone. And you know what they're gonna say right after they send out that email? What's that? 
we're hiring. Yep. <laughs> yep. Whether you retire, or you die, you will be replaced. And uh, look, that's going to do it for our first installment of the new Entrepreneur Negro. Entrepreneur Negro. There you go. I, I can. I can Entrepreneur say Negro. Entrepreneur Negro. Um, myself, Jay Chris, R. Dot. Of course, you can listen to us on Intelligent Ignorance on New Twist Radio, NewTwistRadio.com, and the New Twist Radio app, and on iTunes. And you can hit it, and you can uh, listen to us on Saturdays at one o'clock live. And uh, you can catch me on Philly Go Flow Radio daily from 2 to 6. I almost said 2 to 4. No, 2 to 6. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you can catch RDOT with TWA, with, with New Tourist Radio, with Credit Repair, Last Name Legacy, uh, Blue Demon Athletics, all the things that he's got going on. And you, you, this is not going to be the last you hear from us. It's definitely the first. It's not going to be the last. And uh, we'll catch you next time right here on the new Entrepreneur Negro. Keep it locked.